This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Best Bets for Pets. But hey, today we're not going to have a best bet. Today's show is going to be really interesting and a little different. We're going to talk about um, a survey that my guests put together on golden retrievers. And if you don't have a golden retriever, you're going to want to listen anyway, because this is really interesting. We're going to be right back. Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check, a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce and welcome Jake Thomas. He is the owner of GoldenHearts.co. He has a blog about golden retrievers, and he has a golden retriever, I believe, Oliver and he uh, did this really great survey about golden retrievers. How many more times can I say golden retriever? Welcome, Jake. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. It's, uh, it's nice to be here. So you have Oliver's your golden retriever, right? That is correct. He is uh, almost three, and uh, he's beautiful. He's awesome. Let's just start from the beginning. What made you decide to do a blog about golden retrievers? And have you always loved them, even though he's only three and you've only had him, you know, a short while? Uh, yes. So I remember like being a kid and walking around the neighborhood and seeing a couple of people walk their beautiful golden retrievers and their bushy tails kind of flying in the air and their heads bopping and uh, just big old smiles. Um, so I was like, all right, when I get older, this is what I'm going to have. So we got married. We got uh, a couple of years later, like my wife always wanted a dog. I always wanted a golden retriever. I had to convince her to get a golden retriever. Um, she was stuck on some other breeds, but now we're huge golden fans. I think we will always have golden retrievers. We're just huge fans of them. And I kinda, as we were searching for kind of different stuff to get our golden, like what I was looking for initially was golden retriever pajama pants. Like my, my wife loves that stuff and I couldn't find them. You were looking for golden retriever pajama pants, pajama pants. Okay. Paja- for her, like golden retriever printed pajama pants. Um, and I couldn't find them. And I was like, all right, this needs to be a thing. So we decided, Hey, maybe we'll make them, but I've been in a kind of apparel before. I know it can be a tough journey to get started. Uh, so I wanted to start with the blog. So we started with goldenhearts.co. interviewed a lot of people to learn more about the breed. And then, uh, you know, eventually when you ask a lot of people like, Hey, what's, you know, what's the best thing for this? Like if you ask in a Facebook group, what's the best vacuum cleaner, people are going to be like, Hey, uh, you know, I have this one. I hated this one. And then the next person is going to comment and say, Hey, I actually hated this one, but I love this one. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, contradicting opinions out there and just conflicting information. So I wanted to get some actual like real data on what are the best products for golden retrievers. Um, so that's why we put together the uh, golden retriever owners report. Okay. I thought your survey was great. And for 
everyone listening, if you don't have a golden retriever, probably most of the questions are going to be true for your breed. Not always, but for the most part. And um, I have a grand dog, I'll say golden retriever. So I have one in my family, but even though I've never had a golden retriever, but they are, they're just wonderful dogs. They're a great breed. All right. So tell us the survey was with 600 golden retriever owners. How did you go about doing it? Yeah, we have a, an email list and kind of some regular readers. So a lot of people filled that out from, from just knowing about our blog. Uh, and then I partnered with a couple uh, big golden retriever um, Instagram accounts. Kind of, they helped share the word so that we could just get some real data and help golden retrievers and also golden retriever owners. So, uh, so people with Instagram accounts helped out a lot. And that was kind of where we got most of our survey answers. Okay. I have actually been on both sides of surveys and I've been on the part where you're analyzing the data, which can be a little tedious, but also pretty interesting when you find out the results. So what I wanted to first ask though, before we talk about the results, how did you decide what to ask the different categories or the different questions? Yeah. So some of it was things that I wanted to know personally. Um, so things that my wife and I have asked, like, hey, what's the best vacuum? Because obviously Golden Retriever shed a lot and we are on vacuum number two. And then also kind of hanging out in Golden Retriever Facebook groups, seeing what questions those people are asking. Um, and then also people will email me with questions, um, email the blog and like, hey, you know, I was wondering, what do you think about this? So instead of uh, just kind of saying what we like, um, we decided to put this report together. So um, so yeah, so just, you know, what, whatever the most popular questions were, we wanted to answer those and just be a good resource for new and uh, or future golden retriever owners and dog owners in general. Okay. Let me ask this before we get into specifics. Was there any one question that really, that you asked thinking, oh, I know what the answer is going to be. You know, most people are going to answer this, that the results just absolutely shocked you. There was nothing that was absolutely shocking. One of the I guess I'm surprised. <laughs> One of the surprising ones was we asked, hey, what's your, what's your uh, Golden Retriever's favorite treat? And I kind of figured it might be some sort of training treats or peanut butter or something. But the most popular one was just anything, all caps, anything. Dogs just, they're not that picky. They just love treats, anything that you give them, they're very happy. So that was the, the more entertaining one. And then a lot of puppy owners answered that question with my fingers. So though puppies haven't quite learned that fingers aren't food. So those poor puppy owners, that brings me back to the puppy days. But, um, but yeah, that was one of the more entertaining ones. Okay, let's talk about some of the different questions. And you mentioned this before. And, you know, normally on Best Bets for Pets, it's not a show where we critique the products and give them a rating or anything. I just decided that in the beginning, and that's been over 10 years. But this isn't a show about any particular product, so it doesn't matter. And <laughs> I really liked your question um, on the best vacuum, because even though I haven't had golden retrievers, I have a house full of cats. My Mr. Z, who just unfortunately passed last August, had long hair sheds and everything. And I'm going to tell you, I am still on my first Dyson. Mm -hmm. And that still blows me away. And my other favorite is, and I saw you had Dyson in your, one of your top ones and the Bissell pet hair eraser is also amazing. You don't realize how much pet hair gets into things, especially cat hair, just like crazy. What is your take on the vacuums? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Dyson was the winner. And then after that, uh, I didn't realize that shark was, is the shark navigator. I didn't realize that was as popular as it was. My wife and I, we have a Bissell 
we like that. But uh, but for the next one, definitely probably try the Shark or the Dyson. And then also a lot of people had a, a combination of like a robot vacuum that runs, I guess, all day, every day. And then also an upright one. So I like that uh, that one two punch there because um, I'm the one who vacuums in the house and I got to stop a couple times to empty the uh, empty the canister just because we have pet hair all over the place. So I like I like the combo and I think that's a uh, that's something that we're gonna we're gonna get soon. Yeah, there. So is you, are you gonna do that? Yes, yes. And that's a uh, so that's like a really cool thing that I wasn't expecting. Um, I kind of thought I would know the answer um, to this one and and I did. It was Dyson was the most popular one, but the amount of people that have both, uh, that sounds like a great move and I will definitely be stealing that. Well, I have a lot of vacuums because, hey, best bets for pets, but the Dyson I had mentioned is one that I bought before Best Bets for Pets was a show and it is, I don't want to jinx myself. Let's just say it's over 15 <laughs> years old. I, oh, wow. I, I don't clean it and do everything like I'm supposed to because there's like a, you're supposed to clean the sponge. Actually, my, my husband does most of the vacuuming. So I've had to replace, you know, a hose here and there, but it's amazing. But the Bissell too, because, you know, we have, we love our long hair babe, fur babes, but the hair, you know. <laughs> anyway, so this show is not all about vacuums, but it's interesting seeing the, um, the comments you had. All right, let's talk about this. Crate training. Did that surprise you? A, a little bit from what I've been told uh, from my vet and some from other trainers, like crate training is not really an option. So that's just, that's what I thought. Like everybody crate trains their dog. And it turns out to be a best, uh, like 75% of people crate train their puppies. And I, I thought it was going to be more, but, uh, but yeah, I was, I was a little surprised. You know, I think that, and Mr. Zeus, I did crate train him, but I also, you know, I had a pet sitter come in because I was working long hours twice a day. So, you know, he had that. I think people misunderstand crate training. I think they take it as, you know, you're putting your dog in this kennel and you're locking him up and this and that. But if you make it like the dog's house, it's not so bad. And it's to keep them safe so they don't chew on certain things and injure themselves. Yes. No, I agree. It keeps them safe. It keeps your house safe. It helps with potty training. You know, and like, sure, when you when you first put them in the crate, they don't like it. Uh, but if you make it fun, they'll like it. Like, and then eventually that'll be their safe space. Like they'll want to go in there. And I just can't imagine letting them roam the house unsupervised just because how dangerous it is. Like you turn around for one second and they're chewing on cords or chewing on shoes or swallowing a pill or something. So definitely I'm a huge proponent of, or huge supporter of crate training, but, uh, but it's interesting to see the data here. Yeah, I was surprised to see half on that only 45% crate trained. It was 75, 75%. To me, it's like a puppy loose in your house is like having a little toddler loose in your house. A two-legged toddler, well, you know, of course, <laughs> house. Not good for either one. I agree. We're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here, your host on Best Buds for Pets and Catitude. Ben and Jerry's has frozen treats for dogs. I know Nikki is going to love this. He loves a frozen treat. They have two different flavors. One is Punch's Mix, which is peanut butter and pretzel. And the other one is Rosie's Batch, which is pumpkin and mini cookies. 
You know, I kind of like both of those flavors too, but my absolute favorite is fish food. Anything Ben and Jerry's is always fabulous because the quality is so good and their mixes are so delicious. Be sure to check out more about these frozen dog desserts as well as pictures of all the caniners at the Ben and Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Jake Thomas. He has done this amazing, fabulous, interesting survey on golden retrievers. So we were talking about a couple things before. What about grooming? Did any of the grooming answers surprise you? What people used for grooming um, and if they did their own grooming, was any of that surprising, Jake? Grooming. So a lot of people take them to the groomer more. 37% of people do it themselves. So I guess the math is what 63% take them to the groomer. And I mean, they are, you know, this is, we're talking specifically about golden retrievers and they have long coats, but uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like that was more than what I expected. They're beautiful dogs and they, they do take a lot of, uh, a lot of work to keep them that way. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of people take them to the groomers. A lot of people do both. Um, you know, you, you probably should be brushing your long haired dog every couple days at least. So in that case, yeah, like it, you, know, you definitely wouldn't only bring them to the groomer every, every few weeks, but, uh, but yeah, no, a lot of, a lot of people get professional help there. I like the shampoos they use for Burt's Bees. Earth Bath is really good. So people are definitely using doggy shampoo that's going to be sensitive for their skin. So that's good. And what do you do? Do you groom or groomer or both? So we, uh, I, I do all the grooming. You know, we, we clip his nails, we clean his ears, we clean his teeth. So we do all that. It's, it's fun for us. It's fun for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, we do it all, all ourselves. Well, I'll applaud you because I did a little of both when I had, and again, Mr. Z was, was not a retriever, but he was my, my long hair. The, the one I have now is Havanese. He's a different mix of animal. He's so far off from Golden Retriever. I can't even mention him. And I did a little of both because sometimes the nails were just, Mr. Z's was black and white, black with white mm-hmm. markings. And so were his nails. And so it was just too traumatic for him and for me. And also the other thing I never wanted to do and didn't know how to do. And this is something all dog owners have to think about from time to time is express the anal glands. So if you're doing that, Jake, I applaud you because I <laughs> didn't even get close to that. I don't even know how to do that. And I don't want to. <laughs> so. I believe that bigger dogs don't, this is what I've heard. Bigger dogs don't need it as much as smaller dogs. So we haven't had to do it. And uh, from what our vet says, he's fine in that arena. So thankfully, I'd, that would that would be the line for me. Oh, you haven't had to do that yet? No, no. When he was a puppy, the vet did that the first time. And then ever since then, he's been fine. Um, you know, we've asked the vet, like, hey, do they need to be suppressed? Um, and or whatever the term is. And uh, he said they're fine. So. Oh, that's good. And I have to say, when I used the groomer, what I would do is I would, I live in a warm place that's warm pretty much all year round. And uh, I would just get Mr. Zeus shaved like twice a year, just so, you know, he looked like a different dog, of course. And it was just more comfortable for him. And that's the main reason I used the groomer, that and the nails. But bathing and doing everything, he was always difficult with dental, but I did my best. But when you groomed, have you ever shaved your? golden 
No. So gold retrievers have a double coat um, and it's actually their coat keeps them warm and keeps them cool. So warm in the, in the winter and cool in the summer. Um, so it's actually really bad to shape your golden. Well, that's, I didn't know. That's interesting, yeah. you know. Okay, let's talk about this. What about favorite toy? Any of those answers surprising to you? Um, a little bit. So I think something that was interesting there was that my dog loves chewing on bones, Benny bones, Nyla bones. But what he actually loves, like what he takes to bed with him is like his plush toys. And that was the most popular. People said that that was the most popular uh, toy for their golden as well. So it's, you know, when balls were second, so obviously, you know, most dogs like fetch, but the plush toys was really interesting. Just those are the ones that dogs seem to actually love. And, and those are the ones that they carry around with them all the time. And yours doesn't chew it up? Depends on, uh, on what the toy is. So like, you know, obviously most dogs love to tear up their squeaky toys and try to get the squeaker out, but we have a zippy paws avocado. So it's, it's round. So it's not like a bear or a deer or something where he can tear off the legs and the tail and the ears. It's round. Like there's nothing for him to tear off. Uh, he tries to, but <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't get it. And those have been the best in my opinion, for sure. But yes, any other toy with kind of appendages that he can rip off, he will. With all the toys I've had and uh, for uh, Mr. Z and the other dog I have right now is Nikki. He's having these. They only liked their favorite was a plush dolphin. And <laughs> they would take that with them all the time. And they would discover it in a basket with all the toys and everything else. That was what they liked the best. And I don't even remember who made it. I still have it, but I don't know who made it. I, I can't figure out the manufacturer. I'm thinking it might be West Paw, but I'm not sure. And I don't know if there was something inside the fabric of that thing or what, but they just love that toy. Even once it was washed and, and you know, they just liked it. So I don't know what it was with that, but they just love that toy. I don't know. We're in, we're in Florida. Maybe that's why it's a dolphin. I, who knows? I don't that's know. That's funny. Yeah, lamb chops and hedgehogs were the two most popular animals. I don't know if lamb chop, you would categorize that as an animal, but the two favorite squeaky toys were lamb chops and, uh, and hedgehogs. That's funny. Okay, training classes. Just about half of the people that took their dogs to training class said it was worth it. I've only done a training class once, and that was my the dog that I had before, Mr. Zeus. It helped a little bit. What is your thoughts on the results from um, that question? So 52% of the people did enroll their puppy in a puppy training class, but 89% of them found it helpful. So that was kind of, you know, when, that was the first thing that my vet told me to do. Um, I was like, my vet's a family friend. I was like, Hey, we're getting a puppy. He's like, all right, first thing you got to do is get them in a puppy training class, um, you know, for socialization, for, for me to figure out how to train them. And also just for them to kind of get used to going places and, uh, and being obedient and playing with other dogs. So I don't know. Oh, another interesting thing is that since COVID-19, that's actually decreased by like 16%, you know, which makes sense. A lot of places are closed now, but yeah, I, I was, I was a little surprised. I thought, it, I thought more people would have taken their dogs to a puppy training class um, than actually did. You know, I wonder though, with those numbers, see, my first dog, I took her to a training class with Mr. Zeus. One of my pet walkers actually trained him, yeah. which I didn't even know until I saw him doing things. And I'm thinking, where did he learn this from? <laughs> and so she taught him sit, she taught him to stay. She, and, he, and he just was like a really good dog. My first dog, she was a little wild. He was like an angel boy, so good. And there are some things that are really helpful to 
you know, to teach your dog, you know, you always want that to teach them some kind of command. So they stop and stay, especially mm-hmm. when, you know, how people visit and they open the door and they're like, hi, and they're like, <laughs> oh, animals, no, close it. So I've had some scary situations with that, but not with Mr. Z. But yeah, he was like trained and it was just like magic, you know, because I didn't know about it. But I think it's important, though. I think it's really important to do some kind of training. Yeah, I agree. And even if it's like, even if it's not the training, if it's usually if you go to a puppy training class, they will require that all the dogs have had their appropriate vaccinations. So you know that these dogs are healthy and it's just a nice way for you to get your puppy playing with other with other dogs of different breeds, you know, know, in a safe way. Yep. Now, I think we need a little drum roll here because (laughs) to the question of all questions, this can separate partners and cause all kinds of chaos. On the bed, off the bed. So that your yes. question was how many people sleep with their pooch? And I liked actually your answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you find? So 55.9% of golden retrievers sleep in the bed with their owners for at least, it was kind of a qualified question, at least some part of the night. So our golden, for the first hour, he sleeps in the bed. And then weird ritual where he'll sleep under the toilet in the bathroom. And then he goes to his bed and then he goes to like the floor next to our bed. But there is a time where he, he always starts the night in our bed. I was talking to a friend of mine and his dog also starts at the foot of the bed. But then by morning, the dog's up laying on his pillow with him and like snoring in his ear. Well, Mr. Z used to sleep in the bed with me until I met my uh, boyfriend, now husband. And <laughs> then he said, no. Because he, and these are his words, he said Zeus had horse legs. He, the, <laughs> the dog with his giant horse legs. He didn't have, he's just tall. He had long legs. He was a long-legged beauty. So his long legs, you know, he took over a lot of the bed. And it wasn't a king-size bed. It was queen-size bed. So, you know, so he, he's used to stretching himself out. It was just me and him. And <laughs> he's getting, you know, hey. So is my life better? No. Now I have cats on the bed. <laughs> they want to eat. You have a cat stepping on your head. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I go back to Mr. Z for sure. Rather, I take him over the cats on my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they're I, hot too. Well, cats and they tap you, you know, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I've never had a cat, but Oliver will sometimes like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and he's laying on my feet, my foot's asleep. And I'm like, hey, bud, yeah, I'm, you got to give me some space here. Sometimes they get hot. Yeah. When they're right next to you and it's just, you know, I don't know, they just get hot. Okay, so let's talk about the whole survey in general. I think I asked you this at the beginning, but now just in summarizing, what was the one question that you, in retrospect, you think next time I do a survey, I have to ask this? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, there were a few ones that I kind of let out. I wanted to ask about what do you do when you go to work? So I wanted to ask about dog walkers, doggy daycare, those kind of things. Uh, and so there's a little, like, the survey ends with, all right, for the 2022 survey, what are we going to ask? And so if you're listening and there's something that you want to ask, please go leave a comment there. But I think the you know, especially now with hopefully the pandemic being over, people are going back to work. And you know, what do you do with your dog when you have to work for eight hours and commute two hours a day? So you're gone 10 hours. So that's, that's our question. Um, or that, that's my biggest question is, is how, what do you do when you're at work? But one question that you did not ask me, and I'm surprised was golden retrievers and cats. So 25% of people who own a golden retriever also own a cat. Does that surprise you? 
Nope. Nope. Because cats, all my cats found me. You know, I didn't look for them. They just came and found me. So there are more people that have dogs overall Mm -hmm. in the U.S., but there are more cats that are pets because most people have two or more cats. Interesting. A lot of people have a cat and a dog together because a lot of cats and dogs get along great and Goldens have a great personality. So I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. at all. Okay, cool. Are you going to try a cat next? Potentially, potentially. Uh, I think I think what it will, will probably be next for us is another dog, but uh, but we'll see. Maybe a cat one day. Maybe both. Maybe both. You're right. Maybe we'll have a whole zoo. We'll have we'll have two dogs, three cats. I have a snake. I got a twenty year one year old ball python. So we'll have a full zoo. Jake, thanks so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. This was a super fun show. Where can people find your blog? Find the survey, and you know, give you some questions for the next survey. And all that great stuff. So yeah, so we're at goldenhearts.co. So that's goldenhearts.co. Um, if you just want to Google Golden Hearts, we'll be up there. Um, and then when you get to the website, it's the, the first article up there. So you can't miss it. And then if, you know, I would appreciate it uh, for next year. So this will be an annual survey. So leave a comment down there at the bottom of the post saying what you want to know in the survey for next year. You know, this is for golden retriever parents just to, for them to know like exactly what to do. Like, what should I get? Uh, what vacuum should I get? What treats? What toys should I get? You know, what do I do with, um, with my dog when we go to work? So this is, you know, hopefully to make life easier for us golden parents and also make life better for our golden retrievers if we're getting them the best stuff. So yeah, so leave a comment, uh, goldenhearts.co, go find the survey and, uh, and let me know what you want to ask. And then for everybody that's listening, I love golden retrievers. Like I, I have a grand pup golden retriever, but if you don't have one, there's still a lot of great information in this survey because you might have a long haired pooch that's part golden or, you know, the survey is really interesting. So Jake, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and sharing all this great info is a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. This was great. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of Best Bets for Pets. And hey, remember, if you don't have Golden Retriever, there's still a lot of great information in Jake's survey. I just found it really informative, and I think you will too. And again, it's at goldenhearts.co. You can find the information on the episode page for this show at uh, petliferadio.com. I'd like to thank, of course, my, my guest, Jake Thomas, for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thanks to my fur crew which keep me entertained and um just never a dull moment and i love them all so thanks to uh nikki dennis molly charlotte jethro and sammy and um you're in our hearts rest in peace mr zeus thanks to my producer mark winter for making me and my guest sound great and thanks to everyone that listens to best bets for pets i appreciate it so much so hey stay tuned you never know what we're gonna have coming up on best bets for pets let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com